Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Han, psychologist and parenting expert. And in today's episode, we're tackling a question I think is probably going to be one that will be helpful for so many people. And the question is around a teenager being caught vaping. And the conversations have been had. Parents have said, shouldn't be doing it. And sort of teen has basically replied, think it's healthy, at least I'm not smoking. How do we deal with it? I'm going to give you some very specific answers around this. What I would say is that you can generalize my response to anything, whether it's smoking, drinking, drugs, whatever it is. I think the response that I would recommend is pretty much going to be the same. So often when we get these sort of big dilemmas when it comes to parenting is that we get really caught in this, oh my goodness me, this is such a dangerous habit. That's it. They must immediately stop. And we slightly launch into this, going back to that sort of authoritarian, I'm your parent, I know that this is dangerous, you don't know yet, you're here, you don't understand, let me tell you. Now, of course, we don't want our children vaping because we know that there are probably going to be huge health implications. We don't necessarily want them smoking, we don't want them drinking or taking drugs. However, the reality is that our children are likely to take some risks because they're teens and that's how you know they're in that sort of teen brain and let's face it when we were teens we thought we were invincible too and so that approach typically will not work it really won't and if you think it works or you maybe you've you've felt that it has worked in the past it's usually either because of fear or it's basically gone gone underground and your children are continuing to do whatever they want to do but just keeping it secret from you so that isn't to say that we just simply say well okay that's fine you know we just have to accept that they're going to do these things and not do anything about it of course we want to have those conversations with their parents we're trying to guide them we're trying to give them the best information that we can so they can make better more informed decisions but tackling it from the perspective of you must not really is not the best way of tackling it fundamentally if we think about it at a high level what we want to do is we want to equip them with the knowledge the implications of the choices that they're making the information so that they can truly understand so that's one bit of it but what we also want to be looking at is looking at the sort of what's happening underneath why has our child decided to start vaping why is our child smoking why is our child drinking why are they taking specific drugs and a lot of that will center around how they view themselves how they want to be accepted how they want to fit in how they see themselves against their peers so We've got to kind of approach it, you know, if we want to do a really good job from the perspective of really getting to the root of it, then we have to tackle it both ways. We have to give them the information and we have to try and understand what might be going on underneath that is making them potentially more vulnerable to those social social and, and the peer influences. And the reality is you've probably seen it in the national press. I hear it on the ground, you know, with the families that I work with. Schools are having a huge problem with vaping, closing toilets, locking them up, which has created all sorts of issues because that's where they've been doing it. So this is a big issue that our children are sort of having to deal with. You know, I sort of implore you really to try and take a, I wouldn't necessarily call it a moderate view, but actually take take a long-term view with this particular thing. So that's the kind of the context. So, okay, what do we then do? So I'm going to talk you through what do we do from the practicalities of the the actual vaping itself and the information that we want to give them, as well as then 
really looking at the underlying causes that might be making our children more vulnerable. You know, when we look at sort of the influence of social media, when we look at the influence of peers and all of these social pressures, there are some teens that don't seem to be as vulnerable to these situations and have the ability to say, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to. And there are some that are more susceptible. And in my view, the ones that are more susceptible are usually the ones who just don't have that inner self-belief, that real sense of who they are. So they don't feel that they can necessarily use their voice to then say, actually, this is not something that I want to do. I'm saying no. So that's the kind of the longer term piece. So let's just start with what we're going to do practically in that moment. We've discovered that our children are vaping. It starts with a conversation. I found this in your bag. I understand that it's that it's a vape talk to me about why you're doing this and how it started you know we're really trying to have a conversation around that now if we haven't caught them but we are aware that it's happening at school so that might be another avenue that we discover it from it's just simply a conversation of i understand that vaping's happening at school we've had an, an email or a letter from from the head teacher for example, or that I understand in your year group, someone was caught vaping in the toilet. I just thought it was helpful to kind of have a bit of a conversation about vaping, what it is, what what do you know about it? What do you know of the sort of the implications? So in terms of the direct response to the listener question about the child saying that it's healthy is I think just gently, okay, that's really interesting that you say that. I hadn't realized that that was the case. Tell me where, where have you heard that it's healthy? What is it specifically about it that's healthy? And how does that compared to smokers smoking because in the listener question the comment that's been made by the teen is actually well you should be glad that I'm vaping and I'm not smoking now I don't know I am don't do not profess to be an expert in any shape or form I've read some information around both and the reality is I think you know depending on what children are using in terms of vaping which products and what's being added and obviously it's been very much marketed from that kind of teen perspective is my suspicion is that it vaping is probably as bad if not potentially more damaging than cigarette smoke we don't really know the true implications of it so at this stage we're not trying to do the whole i'm your parent i know more than you let me tell you what i've discovered and what i found it's not a great place to that's just not a great way to meet our children it goes back to this dynamic we want to be having a conversation here and we, we want to sort of approach that conversation on the basis of a win at the end of that conversation is that you've had a conversation. Not that you've changed your mind, your child's mind about vaping, not that you've kind of got them to, to sort of, get, you know, yield to your superior authority. You just want to have a conversation because we're playing the long game here rather than that sort of authoritarian, I'm your parent, while you live under my roof, you won't do this. So it's just having that conversation. So tell me what makes you think it's more healthy because I'm interested about where you've got that information. What do you know about what happens? And really kind of begin to get them informed about that. So you're just having that conversation and it may be that at the end of it, or maybe you both say, well, come on, let, let, let's have a look together. Let's let's do a bit of information. Let's have a look at this particular product that you've been using. Let's have a look at the ingredients. Let's have a look at the the impact of that. And again, you're doing it not from a place of saying, well, look, can you see how bad it is? You mustn't do that. But much more, okay, that's interesting. And let them digest. Children and teenagers are much more likely to kind of come to their own appropriate conclusion when we've allowed them to sort of see the facts, permeate with it, and then reflect on it. So that's one aspect in terms of the conversation. But you have to go hand in hand with that 
the acknowledgement of I get it's really difficult particularly when it feels like everybody in your school is vaping or you're in a particular group and everyone else is vaping and you feel a lot of pressure. Maybe they've not said to you that you need to vape, but you feel that you need to in order for them to fit in. That's really tough. You know, and maybe you might be able to reflect back, you know, when I was younger, the pressure was very much around smoking or drinking. And I know I found it really difficult to navigate. And sometimes I found myself making decisions and did things that I really wasn't comfortable with, but I just did them because I wanted to fit in. So I can imagine and it's probably it's like a really similar thing is this what you want to be doing and if it isn't what you want to be doing maybe we can have a bit of a conversation see if there's any way that we can I can come up with some suggestions that might help you feel that you can say actually this isn't what I want to do I think it's really important that we view that we look at it from both perspectives we it's about dealing with both sides you can't go in with the whole absolutely no way it's the same with drugs really is not a case of going and saying drugs you should never do them of course we don't want our children taking a substance that might cause them harm or damage and we've got no idea how their body's going to react but when we go in with that definitive you must not We've basically closed the door on a conversation. What instead we should be approaching on the basis of there are all sorts of potential side effects. You don't really know how they're going to react, but I think it's really important as your parent that I equip you and that we have a conversation of. If you find yourself in a situation where you make the choice to have some, to take a drug with other, then then let's talk about what's the best way of keeping you safe. What's the best way if you're going to take alcohol of making sure that you keep yourself safe? So instead, we've armed them with the information about whatever that substance is, but we've also armed them with how best to help them. We do not want to shut the door on any future conversation. So remember, we're looking at both aspects. It's the equipping them with the knowledge so they can understand having an adult to adult conversation so that they're then equipped and armed. It's one of those conversations where we have repeatedly help them come to that conclusion and also concurrently having a discussion about what are the influences how do they feel about themselves how empowered do they feel to say actually I don't want to do this what aspects of them then lure them into these scenarios so that then they can make more of the decisions that fit and are more aligned with who they are I hope that that's a useful I know it's a really big subject so we can you know, happy to talk more or any bits that I've not really covered, but hopefully that's given you enough to feel empowered to be able to to sort of act with that. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would be eternally grateful if you could follow, rate and review this podcast so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time. What is One Million Moments all about? We know prevention is better than cure. Children who feel connected, heard and understood are less likely to struggle with their mental health. One Million Moments is all about seizing opportunities to connect with children moment by moment, day by day. Head over to our website one million moments.org that's o-n-e million moments.org and join the initiative join the campaign and help us positively impact one million lives